in the 13th, well, not yet, 12th actually, but we're getting excited for the new year and it's special, special guest we have today, Nissen Black with Harav Shalom Arish and Rav Dayan Elgrad, Baruch Hashem, the Rav is hosting us in Chutzel Chesed in our beautiful studio in Yushalayim. And we have the pleasure to have the translation again. We don't take it for granted, Rav Dayan Elgrad. It's a big merit to have you here and translate so professionally and properly with such respect. And all these 12 classes, other than when we had Rav Rav Cohen, he did an excellent job standing during the uh, two-week corona period, thank God, which unfortunately Nissim also went through a similar time. Baruch Hashem, we're all here healthy and we're able to make a finale of the year of Tafshin Pei. And please God, this year will end with only blessing. And we're going to start straight away with dedicating our Muna class for the full healing of the Corona Challenge. That's the dedication tonight. And the last three weeks class has gone viral, especially referring to Uman and Mashiach, Bakor of Mamish Omein. First, we want to say thank you for all your amazing, appreciated feedback and questions. And we also want to give a little bit of chizek to us, our team, because thank God people write amazing ideas and inspiration about what the Muna class has done for them and all the Torah and all the Shirim and all the classes and all the Garden of Amuna series, everything. Here, let's start off. Beautiful blessings to all. Thanks for sharing a good video and a sweet song to, to Baruch Hashem. I will pray to all your dreams to come in a life of happiness. Baruch Hashem. Dear Rabbis, Rav Shalom Orish, Diane Elgod, Ellie Goldstein, I'm a Goldstein, people made that mistake, Goldsmith, <laughs> you have Rionatan Di Galad and Nissen Black, Hashem bless you all and give you long days, greeting from Colombia, and thank you Hashem, the Creator is talking to me through Rav Shalom Orish, I find myself crying tears were falling down even now as I'm typing, but I know that my Creator knows my situation is all meant for the best, one day my life will be will never be the same. I believe there's a reason for Hashem to connect me with Rav Shalom Arish, for me to come close to the Eighth Creator. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Hashem. And, you know, Baruch Hashem, he's already got the message. I pray that Hashem will, revi- will reveal himself to, to me and Hashem what he's done for me. I give myself to you, Hashem. Take me for I'm all yours. Amen. Wow, what words. It's been a very hard journey. Sometimes I couldn't say a word, but keep meditating, saying thank you, Hashem, for the gift of Amunah, to believe that it's all meant for the best. Amen. Peace be still with me. Amen, amen, amen. Now, thank you for inspiring everyone who shares knowledge, music, and special people with us. And the last few messages from our wonderful people here. I purchased both books and I'm living heaven on earth too. That was referring to last week's class. We mentioned the Garden of Amunah and the Garden of Gratitude. Those two books is taking people to heaven, to Gan Eden, in, in, in this world. There should be more talks like this, someone else wrote. It's Geula Olami talk. This is the redemption talk. Rav Sholem Orish and Nissen Black talk about peace and Amunah. We're enjoying Nissen Black's journey as a student of the Rav and his immunity music. Looking forward to this special finale class. Isn't that amazing that people literally wrote this class, they prepared for it because it was such a special beginning to our Muna series that Nissen Black gave his time to, to be with the Rav and to be able to share with, the, with all the important things we spoke about in terms of racial justice and everything we spoke about in the first class. You can go back to the playlist and thank God it's been a very successful class. In fact, our most successful class. And we thank again Nissen Black for making his appearance again, um, more than his appearance, bringing his presence and heart to the Rav. And we're going to start now with a question from one of our wonderful followers that you send either through YouTube, Facebook, all our different platforms on Breast of English, and Rav Dainel Grant shall translate, please. Okay. Thank you, Rebelio. Appreciate it. Thank you very much, Nissen. Thank you. Love having you on board. We're going to start with our first question today. Someone is asking about how he should or shouldn't pray about Uman. I'd like to read the question. Dear Rabbi, I have been praying that the coronavirus pandemic shall end so that we can all go to Uman for Rosh Hashanah. Is that the right thing to pray for? Oh. There is a reason, and the Creator Himself is the reason of all reason. Is and He is the one who turns all the reasons and creates everything in order to achieve the goal. If a person prays on the reason, 
If you pray for the reason, as you say, she will. It means that you think that that if we have been prevented from going to Uman, so let me pray that this prevention, this cause, this reason will disappear and I will be able to go to Uman. That is a wrong and misled prayer. Why? A person needs to know the creator of the world, he is the one who shut down the way to Uman. Even though we understand that the reason that Hashem shut down the way to Uman and closed the doors is because of this reason, because of this virus. We need to believe that if the creator, the originator of all reasons wants to open the way to Uman, even with this coronavirus, he'll open the way. How? That's not our concern. Hashem, blessed be his name, he's the one who decides. We don't have to give Hashem advice. All we need to do is to tell Hashem, Hashem, you shut the doors, you close the pathway, open it again. We don't have to give him advice how to do it. When one prays, giving Hashem advice, that is called a bad prayer, a negative prayer. For example, if we now take someone who has a cane in his hand, and with that cane he is striking a dog, striking a canine, if the dog would be able to speak, what would the dog say? He would say, Cain, stick, you are such an evil Cain, an evil stick. May Hashem burn you, you evil Cain, you evil stick. I will take my vengeance on you, you evil stick. May Hashem take you away, evil stick. Everyone that looks at the situation laughs. This is what the Mishnah says, that the face of the generation is like the face of a canine, like the face of a dog. If we pray for the cane, for the stick to disappear, then we're behaving just like that dog getting angry at the cane. That he is not observing and not looking who is holding the stick, who is holding the cane. That's why we need to pray to Hashem and say to Him, Hashem, You open the way for us. You merit us to come to Uman for Rosh Hashanah. If Hashem wants, He can make the cane into something that we can lean and depend on. Let's explain another example. Imagine if we see a person who is speaking against Uman, he has power within the, government, within the government, and he gave a verdict. He said there is not going to be an Uman this year. If a person starts praying, creator of the world, please punish that person. May bad things happen to that person. If he's praying about that person, that is what's called bad prayers. Why? 
Because he thinks that that person, he's the one who shut the way to woman. True, the Creator used that person in order to close the doors to woman. And if Hashem wants, He will use this person, this specific person, exactly the opposite, to open the doors to woman. So you hate this person, you you curse at this person. Because you think that it is this person who is preventing you from coming to Uman. And again, I'll repeat, that is what's called bad prayers. A good prayer. A good prayer is when you pray to the Creator and you say to Him, Creator, I don't care how you open the pathway. True, I see that you're using this person in order to close the doors, but I don't care how you're going to do it. You close the doors, you open the doors. You bring me to Uman. In truth, I have many things to say, but I'm speaking briefly about the issue. We need to know, we are solely in the hands of Hashem. Hashem is the one who closed the doors to Uman, and Hashem is the one who can open the doors to Uman and allow us all to go to Uman this year. Amen. Amen. Amazing. So we're getting a hemshik, a continuation of all these great questions about Uman and the Rav is guiding us forward. Please God, it's getting closer. And my son himself today was by the Rav. He got such chizuk, inspiration from the Rav about everything and specifically with Uman as well. And we should keep praying. Everyone keep praying and sending in your feedback. We have, thank God, on Facebook a live feed, Instagram a live feed, on YouTube a live feed. Please God, we'll be posting on all our platforms and the audio as well. And we have the opportunity also to ask you to, you know, partner to get involved with all the links below. We've got our email we can send to and all the different partners, opportunities with the RAV's wonderful institutions, community, and all the great things we're doing. And not only that, we have obviously the SWAR and the books we mentioned last week, and we'll mention that again on the video as well, hopefully in English this week. We'll make sure. Yes, English. So now we're going to go again to another question from one of our beautiful followers, and we appreciate it. Thank you, Rav. Let's go on to the next question. Someone here is asking a question that we can see is coming from many people in different places in different time zones and he's asking what if you're paralyzed with fear and depression what if you're too depressed to pray what should one do very nice what he needs to ask him, Hashem, is Hashem, give me Emunah. And he better start learning the book in the Garden of Emunah. And ask Hashem truly, for a long time, every single day, dedicate time, Hashem, give me Emunah, give me faith. Hashem, I'm in your hands. And you love me. And only do for me good things. What do I care 
what is or what isn't. There is only Hashem. I am in Hashem's hands. The corona can only affect someone that Hashem decides that it will be able to affect. The corona is not a reality in this world. The coronavirus doesn't do anything on its own. The coronavirus is under complete control in the hands of Hashem, the Creator. In the last Rosh Hashanah, we prayed who will live and who will die? Who will perish? Who will perish in fire? Who will perish in the coronavirus? <laughs> True, we did not know there was going to be a coronavirus. We say every day in our prayers that Hashem is the one who takes lives and Hashem is the one who gives lives. If you say that someone died because of the corona, you should know that you are an absolute heretic. Because on Rosh Hashanah we said, who will perish this year? Already in the last Rosh Hashanah, in the previous Rosh Hashanah, Hashem decided then that this person is going to die this year from the coronavirus. A person needs to know there is no coronavirus, there is only Hashem. He should pray, Hashem, give me emuna, give me faith. Only you, Hashem, decide what's going to happen in this world. And you love me. And whatever you do for me is the best thing that can be done. So I am calm and happy. If a person doesn't feel happy, that means that he is lacking faith. It's worth your while learning our books and listening, and listening to many discs that we gave. And the most important thing is to ask Hashem for many, many times and asking for a lengthy time, Hashem, give me emuna, give me faith. Wow. So we should... I'm uh, trembling over here next to the Rav. Uh, I'm responsible for so much of my own personal growth in the Vodas Hashem. Um, I'd like to say the same thing, only just to just to uh, to piggyback, rather, to go off what the Rav is saying. Um, I myself, I would like to share even more more personal um, story just from this year. Um, prior to this coronavirus pandemic is what they call it um i probably hadn't watched the news in maybe seven to eight years if not ten to two you know somewhere in, in between eight to ten years i haven't watched it ever since <clears throat> i become a student of the rob listening to all the disc and understanding um the the amount of fear and uncertainty that the news creates even before there was a pandemic um, so because everybody was in a frenzy, nobody knew what was going on, I started to pay attention to the news. And I started to also feel fear, started to feel worry, doubt, you know, suffect, because I was constantly paying attention, trying to figure out when's this thing going to be over. And it started very innocently. Um, <clears throat> but after a while, I started to notice that I'm going to sleep, I'm checking my breathing every five seconds, you know, I'm thinking to myself, am I, am I sick, did I catch it, did I, you know, and, and, and what I started to notice is that this was happening to a lot of people, 
And it was an amazing thing because it was then during this time that I understood the importance of hearing good news. It's a major, major need that we have to hear good news. In order for a person to strengthen and mechazek himself in the muna and strengthen himself and grow closer to Hashem. So, in essence, even I would like to say that with Rabbi saying also too, the more that a person is spending time with Hashem, learning, he able to do, listening to Shion, reading the Garden of Amunah, reading all the books, you're naturally going to have Amunah. You're going to have less fear out of the world because you're going to feel as though I'm in Hashem's hands. Whenever you don't feel like you're in Hashem's hands, you're automatically going to go into doubts and worries and it's effect and you're going to blame yourself and everything else that comes into your life. So depression and all these other things and, and fear uh, are, are very, very, comes from when a person's not really, I would say, elevated. I would say even in the Ruchnis, because uh, I don't want to go too deep, but uh, but depression and, 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 and all these other things come from the element of Afar, from the dust, from being down very, very low. And Hashem elevates us, brings us up. So whenever a person finds himself feeling depressed or anything like that, it's a very, very low feeling. It means that a person needs to elevate themselves. You can elevate yourself through building your Amuna, speaking with Hashem, spending time with Hashem, Learning, learning like the Rav said, the Garden of Ramuna, which obviously was a very, very big, great help for me. But the more and more I started to machazik myself in, in, in that area, all the fears and everything else went away. Wow. So we want to just say, mention that personally, Nisim Black was my entranceway to Uman, Rosh Hashanah, <laughs> three years ago. We were downstairs. We got the tickets. It was it was in his merit. He, he brought me to, to the Rav San Notan and we went to Rav Notan Orish and we went and we got our two tickets together and it was a very big day of joy. My first trip to Uman and the first time I said Tik and Klali by Rabbeinu Nachman. And it's a big schuss, so I always have appreciation. Thank, Thank you, Nassim. And I'm sure there's many, many thousands of people who've been mechazik, especially now, maybe hundreds of thousands with the new music that Nissim's putting out there. And we ask you, as someone who's a student of the Rav and someone who personally I've had connection with for many, many years, we'd love to see you all go more and more to share his videos. Mm -hmm. He's got his beautiful new tracks, a lot of joy, a lot of energy. The Rav himself was saying also the, the fun side of it, the joy, the humor. It's very important to have a lot of simcha in the music and it's giving people a lot of encouragement. So please go check out the new albums, the tracks. There's a lot of tracks on the, on the Spotify and all the different platforms that you can go to nowadays and you should go there and support Nisim and follow him and share it so people should hear more and more his music and his message and even now where it's gone even more universal which is the Rav's will the Rav wants him to go more universal more mainstream there's no questions on this by anybody this is the the, the, the Das Torah the Ratzon Hashem and he should be blessed with that so we can all be part of it and help him be successful in that process Amen. Amen. So uh, we just want to let you know that we do have a special guest as well as Nissim, someone who, who was drawn to Nissim. His name's Benjamin Black, uh, Blackwell, Ben Blackwell. We'd like to invite him to come in. When he does come in, I'm going to go, he's going to come sit here. Is Ben available? He's always on time and I have to learn that. Listen, we have to learn. <laughs> How many hours do we have that's, to be at the airport? That's because he's a real Englishman. Real Englishman. <laughs> okay, so we've got to have some humor in our class as well. Ali will definitely have you at the airport four hours early. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> the amazing thing is, I think I rubbed off because now he's on time. <laughs> we went on our Munatour, we didn't miss a flight, Bok Hashem. We were on time. In fact, I was standing at the gate uh, very early before everybody. <laughs> Holding the gate up. Tell the Rob, I have to tell this story. I have to tell this. Ellie, one time, we were leaving. We were we were out in, uh, I think we were in New York. We had a big concert or whatever. And it started to like, early in the morning, it started to like drizzle a little bit of snow or whatever. He left everybody. <laughs> That's one of my more embarrassing <laughs> stories. 
<laughs> we were still friends afterwards. <laughs> he, by the time we got to the airport, <laughs> I got on the plane before him. <laughs> and he did like a whole suburb. He already went and dropped off a car, went to visit some friends while I was standing at the airport and he still beat me. In the morning, the flight was like yeah. in the evening. The little bit of snow, I got nervous. <laughs> Right. No, I thank you. I really appreciated that, though. I really yeah. did. It, it helped. It's Man, rubbed it off. We're on it's time tonight, enough. sort of. You know. <laughs> so we're gonna put out there. Check out Nissan Black's music. But let's go to our next question from our followers, and we appreciate it. The next question is a very deep but general question. Can the rabbi please share some of his personal thoughts of Hashem, how he lives his relationship with Hashem? האם כבוד הרב בבקשה יכול לחלוק חלק מהתובנות שלו והמחשבות שלו על השם? איך הרב חי עם השם? על הקשר של הרב עם השם? זה It's a gift that you receive from Hashem. It's a gift after a lot, a lot of personal work. Even in these times, that I have now the experiences of what's happening with Muna, you can still hear me saying for half an hour to Hashem, Hashem, give me Emunah, give me faith. All the time I'm alert and I live this point that I have to live with a moon of faith. If I live faith, then that means that I'm happy and I'm calm and I live Hashem and I always talk to Hashem all the time. And if suddenly I feel that the relationship is has become a bit weaker, then for half an hour I pray and I ask Hashem, Hashem, give me a moment. And I say to Hashem, Hashem, I want nothing. I only want a moon. I only want faith. That's what I want. I have a moon. I have everything. Therefore, Hashem gave me the gift to write books. These are, these are books that I wrote through my personal work. That's why everyone connects to these books. Because what I went through, everyone goes through. That's why everyone finds themselves in these books. Because all people are equal in that matter. That's why it's worth your while for everyone to learn these books. And every day you have a daily meeting with a king. And all the time, speak to the king. And the main request that you're supposed to ask from Hashem, from the king, is give me emunah, give me faith. Because emunah is the greatest seichel, the greatest mind and intellect and thought that we have in the Torah. Emunah is the purpose of the Torah. In the Torah, we have many intellectual aspects. But the highest intellectual aspect in the Torah is the intellectual aspect of the Emunah.
smile. <laughs> so we're coming to a climax of our 12th class, and thankfully we have a special guest. Ooh. First time we're meeting Ben Blackwell. We've heard about him. We've heard his music. Check it out. Check out all his platforms, all his great music. And it's the first time he's meeting this in black as well and the Rav. And we'd like to introduce him or come sit where I'm sitting. I'll get a little break. Thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it, Ben. Please come sit down. Oh, nice to meet you, Ben. Welcome. <laughs> nice to meet you. Nice to meet you nice all. You. How you doing? Your name? My name? My name is Ben Shachar. Ben. Ben Shachar. Okay. No translation needed. I want a break. How's your Hebrew? Uh, it's perfect. I was born and raised in Israel, so. No, my Peter. No, Lati Baritz, Zava, Betsefer, Akko. Okay. <laughs> well, he can translate himself what he said. Yeah. Speak in Hebrew, then you translate it in English. Yeah, I, I, I said that I was born and raised in Israel. I don't know what I'm, what, what I'm looking at. You're looking at that camera there. I was born and raised in Israel. Uh, now you're looking there. Also, oh, now he's looking there. Okay, sorry, I also served fault. in the IDF. and um, Yeah, so my Hebrew is fluent. No problem speaking in Hebrew. And my name is Ben Shachal, a.k.a. Ben Blackwell. That's my artist's name. Very nice to meet you, man. Very you nice too. to meet I'm you. I'm honored and thankful to be here on the show with you all. Oh, thank you. Likewise. Thank you. Likewise. So we have another question. Uh, so, um, <laughs> it's like to... Uh, to do chuva. To repent. To do chuva and to repent. To, to walk the path of redemption. So he asked me right now, am I walking the path to, re to redemption? The path of redemption. And the answer is yes. I've been on and off this path uh, in my life many times. You know, it's, it's difficult sometimes to be consistent with walking the path of redemption. Being, in this, being a part of this wicked world. So um, I am fighting for my soul, fighting to get closer to the Creator and be a good person and be a righteous person. So you can say, yeah, my life is, my whole life is the Lachazor Betuva. My whole life is the path to redemption because when I fall, I get back up every time. Amazing. <laughs> Margish Lotto Lagile Hashelo. Giving him one. When he leaves, he has a few. He has yeah, 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 he, he got the bag for me. The bag. rabbi asked him, did he read one of his books? And Ben said that he feels very bad to say, but the answer is no. Yeah. <laughs> not yet. In the most humble way though, because it's, it's, it's not that I refuse it. it. But no, I mean that in the most humble way. It's not that I had the book and I refused to read it. I just never came across it. But now that they, they gave me a gift bag with the Rav's books, and I'm thankful and I will read them on the Sabbath. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. 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 <laughs> And Ben, uh, ask a question to the Rav and yeah. to Nisim, um, please. My first question would be to Brother Nisim. Mm -hmm. I wanted to ask you, what inspired you to um, to pursue Judaism? Uh, very good question. Um, I was uh, I was in the other other rap world before. Okay. And um, <clears throat> I think the the truth is, even at the time, is like even being a child, mm -hmm. I always had a very very deep. Um, like, I don't know, intuition. I knew something. I knew there was a God. I, I was very, very even connected to the thought. Mm -hmm. And I would even ask tough questions as a kid to parents and stuff like that. My mother would just always say, like, you're too deep for me type mm -hmm. of thing. And um, I think the biggest thing for me in terms of, like, um, actual Judaism was the first thing I saw was this, this, it was a documentary called Zeitgeist Refuted. 
Zeitgeist, the original movie was basically making claims that, you know, the um, paganism or whatever, or the falsehood of the Bible. Zeitgeist Refuted was put together by some, I think it was maybe a messianic group or something like that. Okay. And it was sort of refuting it and it was showing that actually, you know, there was no connection, connection even to Christianity and to you know, a lot of the holidays, right. the pagan holidays or whatever. So that was the first thing I said, well, hold on, there was no connection. So from there, I started digging. And I got to a place to where I put, you know, I had the Bible, I was reading from the Quran, had a few different books of the Christian mind, and I was spending like eight hours a day going through all these different mm -hmm. texts, trying to find what the truth was for me. And I think one of the biggest things was um, really about Judaism that, that stuck out was... Um, you know, you read all throughout the Navi, all throughout the prophets, this amazing relationship. First off, the whole entire Tanakh, you're reading it, everybody just messing up. It's just a book of screw-ups. Davina Malik's messing up. We're messing up. Hmm. Everybody's, like, doing the wrong things. And Hashem comes and he gives Tokacha. He's giving rebuke to everybody. And then by the end of everything, Hashem is promising that he's going to restore everything. He's going to bring this because he this, knows his people exactly, mm -hmm. and he's and he's and he's and it's manucha and it's going to be restoration. And I started thinking, about, I, I'm a mess up also, mm -hmm. you know, and I wanted to be a part of that relationship. So I think that was one of the biggest things for me. Um, and then I say probably on top of that, you know, just sort of like rule out of elimination. It's a beautiful thing. I'm going to say sounds very very weird, but. I'm asking for permission to be able to say it here. <laughs> Talk to us. Because it sounds a bit heretical, but if you understand what I'm trying to say, I'm not saying that. I'm just giving a disclaimer. I got to a place to where I started to realize that the whole entire, Hashem's whole entire integrity was based on Klai Yisrael. But I don't know what the definition integrity? of that word is. So I mean by the... Not integrity, I, I basically, the second word. Okay, Klai, Klai yeah. Jewish people, right? Okay. So basically, the way that I looked at it like this is that all the promises for the future, what's going to be, who Hashem is, is all based upon there being the Jewish people at the end. Hmm. And if you look at the history, it doesn't even make sense that Jewish people are still here. It doesn't make any sense. The only evidence that there could be is that there's a God because it doesn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. It defies all all odds. But God is willing to put his integrity there. So I also I love my favorite thing is to talk to a guy who calls himself Jewish and also is an atheist, right? Because mm -hmm. this is the best thing for me. Because the question then after that is that if even if you don't believe your own book, look at the Islamic hadiths. Look at the Christian Bible. Same thing. Everybody says at the end, Jews will be here. No matter what side of the football team they're on, they have to be here. Mm -hmm. So everybody believes that this is what God, God says. So the integrity of God's, even his existence, was based on the Jewish people being there. So if they cease to exist the Jewish people, then you got a good claim. But as long as they're around, you cannot say that there's not a God in the world. Because it doesn't make any sense. So I think that that was like another powerful point for me that made me feel like, you know, this is what I wanted to do. Strong point. Thank you. That was powerful. Strong point. You. you can ask a question to the Rav, the Rabbi, please. You don't need my There's two of them, right? What? No, no, no. I am just the translator. Okay. I'd like to explain so that all of you understand. Okay. There's the rabbi, mm -hmm. and there's the parrot. Mm. I'm the parrot. Okay. He's also a special rabbi in the English program. <laughs> That's it. He inspires us weekly and daily. <laughs> but the rub is the rub. Oh, Hashem. So let's hear from the... Ashela Sheli. La Rav ze... Ma atam margish she adain lo kara o tsaik likot kedei she anachnu akesher shel לא רק העם, לא רק עם ישראל, אבל כל העמים יהיה כמו שהוא, יהיה מספיק טוב כדי שבורא העולם יתערב במה שהולך היום בעולם. כי העולם ממש מושחת והרוע בעיניים של הציבור שולטת. אז השאלה שלי זה מה צריך לקרות או מה עוד לא קרה כדי שזה ישתנה, ש... בורא העולם הוא יהיה המנהיג והוא יהיה זה שכל העולם מעריצים. Now you translate your question. Very good question. Okay, translate it too? Yeah, you speak. I'm sorry. You're the one who said you were born in Israel and you're bilingual. Okay, no, no, no. Translate. No pressure, no sweat. You know what I'm saying? I'm a diamond. No sweat. My question was to the rabbi was 
what do we feel has to happen or has yet to happen so that not just y'all's chosen excuse me god's chosen nation but all the nations will be in a position where god will come and get involved again with our lives with exist with our existence where he be the leader and not the evil leaders of the world because today the world is corrupt and in the eyes of the public evil the evil leaders are the ones that rule the world so my question to the rabbi was what does he feel has to happen or has yet to happen so that that can change and that god can again be the leader of all nations in the, every corner of the world it's a very important question certainly our will and our desire is that all the nations of the world will believe in the creator of the world and will crown him as their king and ruler that the creator will reveal himself that he is the king of the whole world Personally, if I'd be addressing you or anyone else who's listening, I could explain how Hashem, the Creator, can be your King, can rule your lives. For me, there's only one king. There's only the creator. I know that he is the only king. He's the only one who decides. He's the only one who will say what is going to happen in Od Milvado. There's nothing else except for the creator of the world. This is my personal work. This is what I'm trying to teach everyone else how to understand this knowledge and how to bring it to the whole world. Because there's no difference between Jews and non-Jews when it comes to speaking about a moon about faith. It's the first commandment that every non-Jew has that he must believe in the Creator. Obviously, there's no such thing as a king without a nation. If we, each and every single one of us, crown the Creator and make Him our King, and we'll only want for Him to be our King and no one else, so certainly He will rule us. Therefore, what to do in order for the Creator to say, I am now taking free choice from everyone, and I am the King. I am going to govern you, I am going to rule you. That is something that is very deep and also far beyond us. Hashem merited me that the books that I wrote are being learned by people all over the world. And all through the world we have people who believe in the Creator. And everyone who learns one of my books, he himself starts distributing them to others. Because these books are life changers. Change my life. No translation. 
Changed my life. Changed my Every life. single time, when I, whenever I went to America, I always heard people coming and telling me, you changed my life, you changed my life. Therefore, thank Hashem, through all these years of working, and that's why I'm very, very happy with this program and with this gathering. And I'd like to ask everyone who is with us that you publish, advertise this program. And that you should also buy the book for yourself. And when you see that it changed your life, then he will, he will also start buying them and distributing them to others. If every single person who learns the books will see that this book changed his life, gave him life, and he will distribute these books to others very quickly all the people in this world will believe in Hashem the righteous people tell me that the book that I wrote the Garden of Emuna we need it now more than all other times that this world has ever seen why? Because when Mashiach comes, he will hold in his hand the book, the Garden of Amun. And he'll say to everyone, Here, man! <laughs> you could have lived with Amun a long time ago. When Hashem gave me the gift of Emuna, I wasn't able to sit down and just keep it for myself. I've always been teaching it to others. From the day that I have give, been given this gift, I have been passing it on to other people. That is the thing that's most important to me in this world. That another person believes in the Creator. Every single day I get to speak to another person, another person. And I sit and I teach him a moon, I teach him faith. And even though the books are already, they already exist and he can read them, if a person comes to me, I immediately teach him a moon. We want to say goodbye to Ben Blackwell. He's come all the way from Tel Aviv. Such an honor. No, no, no. Thank you. Not Kinneret. Kinneret, even yeah, better. From Galilee. From Galilee. Wow. I'm so thankful. I, I love this show. I love the spirit. I love the knowledge of the content. Thank it's you. so important. The whole world needs to hear it. They need the light. We all need the light. We'll be in touch with Ben. Brown. Sadiq. Now live, la live, Shulcha. Thank you. Come say, say hello. Do a little selfie together. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We'd like to hear another question from, from one of our followers. Baruch Hashem, it's our finale class. It's coming up to Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Sukkot, a new year. We run. So let's hear from, the, uh, from one of our people. I'd like to ask another question that someone has brought up concerning Uman and Rosh Hashanah. The question is, I've been to Uman several times. How am I supposed to relate to all the different people, the different characters that gather together in Uman. What does it mean for me? 
מישהו הרב שואל הרב, אני הייתי בום הרבה פעמים, איך אני אמור להתייחס לכל האנשים, לכל הטיפוסים שנכנסים ביחד לאומן? מה זה אומר לגביי שכולנו מתקבצים ביחד שם? יפה. שאלה חשובה מאוד. קודם כל, צריכים לדעת, כל מי שמגיע לאומן קיבל הזמן מהרבי. You need to know that everyone that comes to אומן has been invited ובגבי הוא הרבי של כל העולם. רבי נחמן is the rabbi of the whole world. הוא אחראי לתקן את כל בני העולם. And he is responsible for mending and correcting all the people all over the world. הוא ערב לקדוש ברוך הוא שיתקן את כל בני העולם. He guaranteed to הקדוש ברוך הוא that he will fix and mend the whole world. לכן כל מי שנמצא באומן כשאני בא לראש השנה, אם הרבי הזמין מישהו, אז מי... אם הרבי הזמין מישהו, אני יכול להגיד... דעה בזה? ואני צריך להיות, להתקשר, להתקבץ איתו. ואני צריך להיות ממש, לאהוב אותו. רבנו כותב, עיקר תשובה הוא בחודש אלול. The main aspect of תשובה is on the month of אלול. כי הם ימי רצון, because the days of אלול are days of good will, שעלה משה לקבל רוחות אחרונות, that משה רבינו went up into the heaven to receive the final tablets, מתי הוא עלה בראש חודש אלול? and when did he go up into heaven the second time? on ראש חודש אלול. ואז פתח דרך, and then he opened the pathway, כבושה, להילך בה, שכולם ילכו בה. והדרך שעשה משה הוא כך. אנחנו צריכים להיות, לעשות מה שמשה רבנו עשה. שמשה קשט עצמו, אפילו לפחות שבישראל. ישראל. for every single person of Am Yisrael. Okay. It says in the verse that Moshe gathered that Moshe used to gather and connect himself to all of Am Yisrael. And Rabbi Nachman repeats it again, even to the person on the lowest, lowest level. Rabbi Nachman now brings another verse. The Pasuk means that Hashem mixed and mingled everything together. says Rabbi Nachman, even when I see someone from Am Yisrael that he stays away, he's far away from everything, so far away from Hashem, nevertheless, I need to connect with him so that we're together. I must unite and connect myself with him. כמו שעשה משה. Just like Moshe Rabbeinu did. זה הדרך של התשובה. זה הדרך של התשובה ואלו לא. זה מה שכתוב פה על כותב מהר. מה הדרך של התשובה ואלו? מה הדרך של התשובה ואלו? 
התשובה זה לצאת מהגאווה. תשובה זה לצאת מהגאווה. שאנחנו עם ישראל זה דבר, אנחנו כולנו שמה אחת. משה היה מוכן למות בשביל כל יהודי. כשאנחנו באים לאומן, הרבי הזמין אותו, אני אוהב אותו. ואני מקשה את עצמי איתו. ואני מתכבס איתו. אני לא צריך ללמוד ממנו. ואני לא צריך ללכת בדרכים שלו. אבל הוא נמצא פה, אני מקשה את עצמי איתו. ועל ידי האהבה שתהיה בינינו, על ידי זה כולם, גם הפחוק שבנתו, גם הוא יקבל אור וגם הוא יזכה לקבל את האור ולהתקרב בעבור עצמו. וגם מי שחושב שהוא קרוב, הוא יקבל עוד, כשהוא זוכה לדרך של התשובה, הוא יקבל את האור של התשובה. באומן כולנו שווים. אף אחד לא יותר טוב מהשם. כולנו הרבי הזמין אותנו. זהו, אנחנו שווים. So we'd like to set to end off the class of a climax a song for Uman So we're finishing
Christ. The Bible also spoke about the gathering. He said there were people who were davening. This should come, that should come. Who are you to decide? If the Rebbe invited someone, who are you to decide? Right, right, right. Connect with him. It's irrelevant who he is. It's, a, it's an amazing point. I was just talking about something um, just recently. I was saying to the person when they can't stand someone and they see somebody in the room and they, 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 I said they should stop. And think that person, Hashem is head over the hills and love with that person. Hashem, yeah. Is it, so who am I to have a problem with it? <laughs> have a problem with it. No matter what it is, you know. Thank you. Thank you.